What's up? This is Lorax of Walk Talk Podcast. As everyone already should know, we are living in a strange time. With the government advising everyone to social distance and stay safe at home, I was challenged in figuring out how to continue putting out content for the show. What is it that people want to listen to in the midst of all that's going on? So I figured, let's bring back Daniel and see how he's dealing from a personal standpoint. I believe that in these uncertain times, we need these light-hearted conversations to keep us inspired, motivated. This is an attempt to gather everyone together and share stories. I truly hope you're able to get something out of this, whether it be career advice, life tips, or a simple laugh to keep you going. Anything. I know it's helped me a lot just to have these conversations. So let's get into it. Walk Talk presents Stay Home Stories with Daniel. Welcome back to another installment of Stay Home Stories with Daniel. Daniel, say hi. Hello. Um, I'd like to take a moment prior to the start of this podcast and uh, acknowledge the current situation and environment that surrounds us. Um, As we all know, racial discrimination is a widespread issue that has rocked our world as of late and for the last however long. And um, as a podcast, as a brand, Walk Talk stands with all those who have experienced any type of profiling or discrimination. And personally speaking, as a coach of a Hunshing basketball team, I um, and we need to all do our part, whether it be on social media or other avenues, supporting, fundraising. And so we must continue to speak up for injustice and we need to speak up so that all people and especially all those brothers and sisters, all those people that we work with, play basketball with, go to work with, whatever it may be, deserve the same amount of equality. So that's just my two cents before we start the uh, podcast. Daniel, do you have a few things that you'd like to say? Yeah, for sure. I think just practically what a lot of us can do is um, sign petitions, donate, Mm -hmm. um, call, text, email your local um, authorities, politicians mm-hmm. to get involved. There's a really cool site called Black Lives Matter dot card with two R's dot co. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what they do is um, like all the resources are there to sign the petitions. Like it literally takes like seconds right. to do each one. So um, I really encourage you guys to go out there, get educated as well. Um, yes, read sure. all the articles your friends are sharing, uh, share them as well. So you can reach out to your immediate community. And yeah, once again, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so on a lighter tone, let's get right into our podcast episode for today. Um, as the title suggests, we're going to be talking about Toronto lifestyle. And I know that's, <laughs> and yeah. I know that's something that's uh, going to be a fun topic for both of us. So let's just get started. Um, in the last couple of episodes, we've had the opportunity to learn a little bit about both you and I in terms of how we've grown up, mm-hmm. um, like the type of family that we've grown up in, uh, where we've grown up. But why don't we go into that a little bit? Tell us a little bit of um, just story or tell us a little bit, walk us through you growing up in Toronto. Like for those who do not know or haven't heard a previous episode, give us a little refresher. Like which part of the city did you grow up from? Um, along the lines of that, any fun stories or any yeah. like memories that you think of as like you're growing up from that particular space? like part of the city yeah sure so I actually grew up in the North York area mm-hmm. Young and Finch um, I was born in like North York General Hospital so Jeez. yeah so that was okay. my hood uh, okay so a lot of Korean food a lot mm-hmm. of Persian food in the area and then when I was like really small I think grade one or two I moved to like Vaughan like okay. the Thornhill area like in yeah. your region um, so it was interesting because going from a place where it was um, I guess North York was very diverse multicultural there's yeah. different cultures and then moving to 
uh, Vaughn. It's like very Jewish, very Italian. Yes. So, like I, when I was a kid, I joined a lot of like the teams, so like the softball teams. Yes. It's funny, like my mom, like we had to do like snacks and stuff, so it was like a rotation, right? Okay. And we have to buy kosher. You, okay. like, you have to go to like, was it like Sobeys, I think? Yeah. And you have to get like, we can't bring any of like these weird snacks that me and you like, like dried squid or like, oh, you know, yeah, pork, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Like Dog, we can't do that. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, we had to get all these kosher things. I went to some bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs. It's pretty, it was interesting. Like, because I, I knew nothing Hyper. about Jewish, what? Nothing. Okay, I, I knew nothing about Jewish culture before this, mm-hmm. um, but it was cool, like just to be in that area. But then when I I went to a school where there's mostly Asians, though, by the way, like mm-hmm. a private school. So okay. um, most well, of my rich, rich. no no no, it was, it was a cheap <laughs> private school. Okay. Um, but yeah, most of my upbringing was like around Asians. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Um, I, I guess for myself, just to share, uh, I grew up. Well, I mean, I when I first came to Canada, I I was in the Scarborough area. Mm-hmm. Right, but then my family and I we moved around quite a bit when I was growing up. So we had a stint in North York, uh-huh. and that was mainly like my elementary school years. Oh, okay. So like from like grade went one to through McKee, five. Right? Yes, yes, I went yes. to McKee. So that's like like Young and Church, Young and Finch area. Yeah, yeah. Right. So when you're talking about like it being predominantly like uh, like very ethnic, very cultural, yeah, that's very yeah. true. I yeah. mean, I grew up in that area, and I could just remember though like. The Fridays that we would like go to like that community center and like do skating and like it'd be pretty fun. Wait, and then, which one? Um, something Mitchell, something community center. Oh, okay. Is it close it, to Earl Haig? N- it was like right across from McKee. Oh, okay. Like, okay. you know the, where the metro is? Like that whole school area? It's like right yeah, beside. Okay, I don't remember okay. what it's called, but like I, I remember just like every Friday we yeah. would go with like the buds and like we'd go skating. <laughs> okay. It was part of like the program, right? Oh, okay. Um, and then after grade five, I moved to Scarborough and became a Scarborough man. Scarborough man. <laughs> and so, like, from, like, middle school all the way to high school, that was, like, Scarborough, mm. right? And so, like, a cool memory or I guess, like, a memory that I'd like to share, and I'm pretty sure all of the other Scarborough youths that are listening to this right now <laughs> can, like, recognize this. I would always take the bus to school, and, like, I went to high school out of my area. And, like, okay. for those that grew up or went to school in Toronto, like, you know, yeah. how if you live in that zone, you're assigned to the high oh, school. the home with, school, yeah. Or, or the yeah. home school, right? Yeah. But I went to a school out of my region for a special program or whatever. Right, right. Um, so I'd have to take the bus for high school. Mm. And so I would take the bus down Midland. I mean, for those who live in Toronto, they would know. Down Midland, and then to Ellesmere, right? And that's where I take the bus across to go to my school. And like every morning or every day after school, taking that bus from that route at that exact intersection. For those that know, at like the Midland and Ellesmere intersection, maybe you've heard of it. Like there's a recycling plant. Okay. And it just smells like (laughs) ass. Like it's the most putrid smell that you can, it's not like, it's not garbage. It's like legit them. Like sewage? No, no, no. Like, imagine, like, them burning, like, a hundred cardboard boxes and all of that, like, chemical release oh. from the cardboard. And then and then they'd soak it to, like, make it to mulch. Oh, Lord. And so, like, it would just smell, like, bad, yeah. right? And so, that's just, like, my every day, like, I'd have to <laughs> smell that and inhale that, like, as I'm going to school. And, like, growing up there, like, I remember reading, like, on, like, um, what's it called? Six Buzz or, like, Blog Tea or whatever. Like, yeah. every Toronto kid grew up smelling this or, like, remembering this. Oh, really? It was part of that. Or it's, like, oh. for those, like, around that same area, it's, like, that's where, like, the Scarborough RT is, right? Yeah. And so, like, growing up in high school, like, we'd go to Scarborough Town Center, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
and taking that RT. It was like it the worst was, line, right? It was the worst. It was so loud. Like, yeah. I kid you not. Like, yeah, yeah. it was like as if like a thousand monks were ringing bells together. Yeah. Like, it was just so no loud. No AC, right? No AC. Like, the, the rails were about to like fall yeah, off. Yeah. But, I mean, those are like the kind of things that kind of set Toronto apart. I think for us, like, you remember those small things. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is home, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, on that same topic, like, Every time you, you know, come back from vacation, uh -huh. like you're landing, I don't know if you have the same feeling that I do, but like every time you're like landing at Pearson or you're coming back from wherever you went, uh -huh. like what's the first thing that like you think of that you associate Toronto as home? Like you're like, okay, this is home. Oh man, dang. Like you always have, for example, like for me, whenever I travel, right, and I, I come back, I'm like, okay, like seeing the 401 and like, oh, okay. like seeing the CN Tower, I'm like, Obviously, those are like yeah, iconic symbols yeah. or whatever. But I'm like, okay, this is home. But like, what's that one? What's what's that one or two things that trigger you? Okay. And like, okay, this is home. This is where I belong. I think um, an interesting story. Like, I went to Queens for school yeah. for a university. Okay, um, and, that and that's was, like, in Kingston. Right? Kingston, yeah. Okay. So like, predominantly white, like white students, white mm -hmm. neighbors, everything. Yes, yeah. So my first year when I went off, like I was basically just thrown into that pool. Yes. And then I remember taking, when you take the Greyhound or whatever back, you go straight to Scarborough Town Center. Right? Oh, it wasn't downtown? Like no, the, it went the, to, well, the one that I, because my parents thought it'd be easier to pick me up from Scarborough Town, oh, they come downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got me from Scarborough Town Center. And then walking, it's just like a reverse culture shock. Because I remember, like, okay. I was so, like, ingrained. Like, I just see white people all the time. Yeah. I come back to SEC and it's like people... Like, every different culture like i yes and then it's just like wait what like the world is actually like this it's like a culture shock it for is a second. exactly it's insane so then i think i guess multiculturalism and like, mm -hmm. like even coming back from like the some states or some cities where yeah. it's only one culture or one ethnicity and then you yes. come back and you see different people interacting and then you're just like oh this is supposed to be normal this is my home yeah so i think that was huge for me like that's that's that exactly like rings a couple bells like i was thinking about that like I know the NBA is on pause right now, but, mm -hmm. excuse me, but as I was thinking about that, like, even when I'm watching, for example, like, NBA games, yeah. and you see the Raptors playing away games, yeah. and you see this, like, the arenas and yeah. the audience, yeah. you're like, okay, it's predominantly, like, one or two cultures, yeah. or, like, one or two ethnicities, and yeah. that's it, right? And yeah. that's the States, right? Like, uh -huh. But then whenever you see Toronto home games, you're like, mm. it's so diverse, exactly. and, like, that's what's so great about Toronto, right? For sure. I think it's, like, to go on to that, like, because we're talking about Toronto lifestyle and like with the whole situation going on, like what's one thing that I sort of similar to what you said resonates home as Toronto being home is the fact that like, I don't think we're, well, the States is like a melting pot, right? Where mm -hmm. it's like, maybe you've heard this before where it's like, okay, it doesn't matter if you're from, you know, this race, that race, it doesn't matter. You come to America and you assimilate with us. Like yeah. we're one. You're American first and foremost. Exactly. Yeah. You're American. But then for Canada, for, for Toronto at least, I feel like it's more of like a like a mosaic or like a quilt where yeah. it's like it doesn't matter if you know you're from this walk of life or yeah. you're from this you know upbringing or you're from this culture. Like we don't want to you know assimilate you. You can bring your piece exactly. of the puzzle exactly. and put it together. And uh -huh. I think that's so like every time I go abroad or like I meet someone like they ask me oh like where are you from they're like. And I'm like Toronto. They're like, oh, yeah. Toronto, right? Yeah. And like you always hear those stories where people travel and they're like, okay, I want to put like a Canadian flag in case. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to put like an American flag <laughs> in case like they, you know, sort of like vandalize my shit. Right? <laughs> so going along the lines of that, like Toronto specifically, like what are some 
customs or rituals since we're on the line of like you know identifying toronto as home what are some uh-huh. customs and rituals that like you grew up part of being a torontonian Ooh. like I th- <sighs> oh man there's so many take your time let's list, list a couple that like, i think hating on the tcc is one yes like uh, i mean hey it's voted best north trans america, in north america yeah, yeah. okay hating on tcc don't even get me started on that I'll share my story. Okay. Oh, right. Um, another thing is, I don't know, getting maybe one month of summer. <laughs> like, yes. just basically being in the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that hippo commercial? The, <laughs> the little hippo? hippos? Do you remember? Like the like oh like the house hippo or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's so many. Six months of it. <laughs> no, no, six months is not it. Um, I don't know. I'll have to keep thinking. There's just so many. Yeah. But what about you? Um, I definitely say yeah. Like the hatred for the TTC would be one of them. Like, as someone that's used trans before, man. Like, I don't understand how we keep on having to pay more and more. Yeah. But the service and, and the just like the quality of like everything we're getting is uh-huh. so poor. Yeah. Like poor does not even begin to describe it. Yeah. Right. Like I kid you not. Like. I guess I'll, I'll share this story and like I remember the one time I told you yeah that was like bad. I would commute so living in the downtown core I would commute uptown to my parents place yeah right and I'd take the subway and for those who are familiar with the Toronto Transit Commission TTC like man those like they always had the subway closures on the weekends yeah because right? they're doing that Eglinton construction yeah oh that's also oh my goodness yes, construction. Yes. or like or like for those living up in Markham or Richmond Hill it's like the Richmond Hill like what's the Highway 7 oh, the construction the, the Viva the stuff Viva the stuff yeah. yeah yeah. but it's like going back to the story about the uh, TTC it's like I remember I would have to commute to and from and um, I knew that they were doing subway closures over the weekend mm. right and so I went uptown for one of my friend's birthdays, right? And I think this was like one of our like Richmond Hill friends' birthdays. And then so I was asking them to drop me off at the TTC and I saw on the website that their last train was at like, I think like, let's just say like 1.30 a.m. Yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, like, let me go because I know I won't make it at the Finch subway station. Yeah. I'm going to go a few stops down and I asked like my buddy, I'm like, hey, do you mind driving me? Was it Shepard? To Shepard. Yeah, right? yeah. And it said that the last train left at 1.30 and I was at Shepherd by like 1.15. Okay. Right? So I was like, okay, there should be ample time. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. So I tapped on, right? I tapped on my, my you know, my, my what? I haven't taken... Presto, this, presto. Presto. <laughs> I haven't taken something in such a long time. My presto tapped and then I was like, okay, I'm going in. I'm like, wait, what the heck? Like, it's so empty. Yeah. Right? Like, there's still people there, uh-huh. right? And there's still like the people with the red vest with the eyes, yeah, yeah. right? Still there. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I don't think it's closed. Uh-huh. So then I went and stood at the platform and it said, like, it said, like, next train arriving in, mm-hmm. like, three minutes. Exactly. Then I'm just, like, listening to music and, like, obviously we don't have signal. I can't check anything. Yeah. I look and it says, next train, service unavailable, like, service is discontinued. Oh, I'm like, what? I'd be so scared, yeah. I was like, what the heck? So I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. So I go and ask the red eye person, yeah. right? <laughs> And I'm like, hey, Sora, like, do you know if there's going to be a train? Uh-huh. And the person's like, um, I'm not sure. Maybe you can ask, like, the ticket booth collector person. Okay. Right? So I find it. The ticket booth collector person was not even there. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to run around like a wild chicken. Yeah. I go back down to the red-eye person. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, do you know, like, why the train says canceled when yeah. it just said three minutes? Yeah. Right. 
Then the ticket booth collector comes by, and like obviously you can tell that like, that person it's like the end of their shift and like they they just, just want to go home. Yeah, they're like, oh, you didn't get the message. I'm like, what do you mean I didn't get the message? Like, am I part of the TCC? Like, am I? Do I work for y'all? Like, what do you mean I didn't get the message? They're like, oh, because of the subway closures, we end service at like 12 a.m. I'm like, what? Oh. But y'all didn't think of updating the website? Like, I looked at Twitter. I looked at the website. Everything said 1:30. I'm like, tell me how that this. Like, tell me what this, how, how I, you know, I just don't have words for yeah. it. So then I was Usually like, the Twitter is pretty good though. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so what do you propose I do? I have to go back downtown. They're like, oh, well, I Uber. guess, <laughs> I guess you can like, you know, Uber and then like go to like the headquarters and we'll compensate you back the, the fare. Oh. Like the Rosedale station. Right. Like, I'm like, you're going to compensate me back $3, <laughs> right? $3. And you're going to expect me to take an Uber for 25. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. So I ended up taking an Uber. And the person was like, "Oh yeah, just keep your uh, transfer and show them that you you like went on, and we'll refund you three dollars." I'm like, "That's so dumb. forget it." Like, That's I'm not even not, yeah. So it's like stuff like that. Like I think the TTC, yeah. Going back to the original question, like what distinguishes Toronto, TTC, I definitely also have to say like, um, definitely like being in the downtown area, like P Mall itself as well. Oh, That's yes. something that I grew up with. Yes, Wonderland. Um, Wonderland. Yep. CNE. CNE. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really yeah, go to CNE any. as much in like when I was younger, but like obviously with my friends now, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I, I've been, or like it'd be like Raptors games, and, like um, you know, with the recent Raptors success, like Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, the parade. Yeah, the par- oh, that was crazy. That was eh? Insane. Like the amount of people and, and the fact that it was like one of the hottest days in the summer, but everybody just like took off work. Like the streets were packed. Yeah, I was. Uh... I was like lightheaded because I didn't eat anything from like ten o'clock yeah. until three. Like no food, no drinks. I ran into like assembly chef hall to take a piss. Yeah, that was clutch. But then yeah, it was insane. Yeah, I still remember like I was at work, but I was still wearing like my work clothes and my dress <laughs> oh, shirts and stuff no. like that. Yeah, and I was just like sweating buckets. But like I'm like, okay, you know what? Like I need to be able yeah, to. Yeah, I gotta see it. Like I, I have see to it. see it. Like there's no way like being on a Raptors fan. I don't go and see the yeah. Toronto Raptors. Probably once in a lifetime, yeah. too. Um, I guess the last thing, before we move on to the next one, is the way we say Toronto itself. Oh, yes. Right. Like Toronto. Toronto. Like, working abroad as well, people would always, always ask, like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, Toronto. They're like, where? I'm like, Toronto? Toronto. Like, oh, you mean Toronto. <laughs> and I'm like, to be honest, when they first said, I never thought about it like that. Like, yeah. Because you just hear it. It's like Toronto. Yeah. Right. Toronto. Right. Like no one really says Toronto. Toronto. Right. So it's like that's the small things that you know you're like, okay, this is definitely home. Like I'm a Toronto. Yeah. That's when you know they're from Toronto if they don't pronounce the T's. Yeah. It's Toronto. Yeah. Which is a good segue for for the next thing is Toronto slang. Oh God. All right. No, don't. Oh God, me. You say it too. Don't. No, I stopped. No. I just do it for fun now. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> so Toronto slang, like that's been, that that's something that's really big, and I think that distinguishes Toronto as well. Yeah. And like that's part of the Toronto lifestyle, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? Where I mean, from your recollection, where did, like, or when did you start using Toronto slang, and when did you realize okay you know what maybe maybe it's time time to tone it down a little bit think, and like okay wait wait so that's a three-part question first one is when did you start using it second one is when did you realize that okay it's time to tone it down and last one is what were the the big ones that you said oh, okay often i think okay first of all i think it's an important note that we stole it 
is not ours. It's like Jamaican first, and then yes. I think British, and then it's us. British. Yeah, Brit- like they adopted it first because oh, there's a lot of Jamaicans okay. in the UK, I think. And then so like you'll hear a lot of stuff like Wagwan, all that stuff that they say. It's mm. similar, but they just have the accent on it, right? Okay. Um, Wagwan might. But <laughs> they say blood a lot. What's up, blood? <laughs> no, Wagwan blood. I mean. Alright, continue. And sorry. then um, I think when I first started using it, there was like those videos. That I forgot who it was, but they posted it, and it was just mm-hmm. like the whole thing was in like this crazy weird accent that sounded so annoying. And then Drake was in one of the videos too. The Rob Ford one? No, <laughs> no not that one. Not, no. Um, but yeah, Drake was in one of them, and then like everyone else started doing it, and then he added it to his songs and stuff, like yeah. the ad libs or like the intros. Yeah. So I think that's when it kind of blew up around the city. Like the cheese. Yeah, like I think that was was that if you're reading this era. Yeah. I Probably think so. around there. Um, and then when I stopped, I think when, like... Not, never. I No, no, I think when, like, people, like, when a bunch of other people that don't know about it, just, when everyone starts doing it, yeah, it just becomes, like, kind of tacky. When, like, you have friends that say it wrong. That too. Yeah, yeah. like, our friend says knees instead of knives. Oh, yikes. I think. Or, like... We might get some Walla high or whatever. Walla yeah, high. Yeah, like when, when just like people that have like no business in the culture <laughs> saying it, you're like, oh, that's it's kind of played out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the biggest ones I use. Uh, like your top three. Probably G's. G's. Nice. Mm. Like, are you dumb? Are, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those ones, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still use it. But like, you don't, yeah. Like, yeah. I use it, no, it's like, I use it. And it's so ingrained in my speech. Obviously, it's different. Like, I don't use it in a work setting. I don't use it in a professional setting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't go to my, like, work and like, oh, like Yo, yeah, I swear yeah, to yeah, God, yeah. I'll get you this report by tomorrow, eh? <laughs> like, I don't go to my co-workers and say that. But, like, around my friends. Yeah. And it really depends on which group of friends. Right? Yeah, like, oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? Like, if your, your group of friends are not that crowd, then obviously they won't get it, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, definitely, like, geez. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I feel like that's that's for everything. Like, I legit could be like, I could see you, and I'm like, geez, <laughs> who this, who this? Or like, I can like, see like, it's like really raining, raining outside, I'm like, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's not really, it's like, geez is not a new term, but I think the way of saying it, <laughs> it's like evolved it. Putting a different intonation. Yes, yes. Describe so much, like, it could be dark, and be like, geez, it's dark. Yeah, it's a J-H-E-Z-E, yeah, not a J-E-Z-E. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like, saying still. But spelled oh. like S T Y L L. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, I'm ready still. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I say it, but it's I have to say it. Yeah, it doesn't even mean anything. Like, I can be like Daniel, yo, come and record this still. Yeah, but like, it's not needed. Why? It's a filler word. Yeah, exactly. Um, as for whether or not I've stopped, I think I've toned it down. Like maybe because I haven't been going out as much True, given the whole quarantine. Yeah. Like, I only interact with yourself and the people that I, you know, either play video games with or, uh-huh. like, my coworkers on, like, the phone. Yeah. But besides that, like, how often do I go out and be like, jeez, jeez. <laughs> it's not that funny anymore, I think. No, it's still pretty Is it? Okay. No, I don't know. It really depends. Like, it has to be the right time to say uh-huh, it. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you just can't be like, jeez, 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 jeez. Yeah. All, all the time, right? Um, so, I guess that that's... I, I want to shift the, the topic a little bit. Toronto Lifestyle... And, and culture, right? This is the the topic of the podcast. And I just want to bring us back into it. And we talked about what makes it special and what, what makes it unique. How do you think you're part of it? How do you think you represent Toronto in a more serious tone? How do you, whether it be 
at your workplace or whether it be going out to clubs or whether it be going abroad for vacation how do you exemplify or how do you showcase Toronto lifestyle or Toronto itself that's an interesting question Mm. Um, I think maybe because we are such like a hustle and bustle city mm-hmm. um, we and then also because we're oftentimes overlooked like in music in like yeah basketball right sports yeah. like Toronto Raptors never gonna win anything yeah um, or like even in yeah especially music right they're like oh Canadian artists like what there's no like we don't get any recognition yeah. or we used to not yeah. before a lot of these new people yeah I think we do have a big chip on our shoulders so um, a lot of times it makes us proud of where we're from right and mm. especially because People like Dre, people like Weekend, um, the Raptors, like they're putting us yes. on their back and they're like, hey, like Toronto is a city to mess with and it's up and coming and it's one of the, like a big power in the world, right? So mm-hmm. I think when you go overseas um, or I don't know, even if you communicate with people outside of um, the city, it's very important for us to like have that pride. And like yes. for me, I'm always like, yeah, I'm from Toronto and I love it, right? Like this yeah. is my home and I work hard because... Um, like I'm influenced by all these factors of where I'm from like it's hustle bustle trip in your shoulder yeah. all that stuff and I work hard because of it and because we want to prove something and prove that we're not just this like soft little town in the middle is of Canada is that the identity though? like is that honest? I would get it like maybe like uh-huh. 10 years ago 5 years ago like uh-huh. that was the identity where yeah. it was like yeah the chip on the shoulder the, the often overlooked like the underdogs in terms of sports and you know in terms of the the world market mm-hmm. or whatever but would you consider, would you think that we are like that now still, even like 2020, 2021? Like in, in terms of like international, yes, I would say so. Mm, okay. In terms Compared of Canada, like, like, no, we're like, everyone yes. hates us. Yes. <laughs> Go to yes. Vancouver, Montreal, Calgary, everyone's like, oh, you're from really? Really? Toronto. Yeah, dude. Like they oh. make fun of us because they're like, whatever, you guys think you're American. Oh. Right? But then I think, um, yeah, it's also important for us to be like, no, we're Canadian, right? Yes. We're, um, like we're proud where we're from, like free healthcare, right? All these benefits, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't have like a formative answer just because um, it's hard to say, but yeah. I think, yeah, like definitely um, we do have a pride and it's important to show it off to the rest of wherever we are. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you as well. Just like the identity of like the, the chip on the shoulder, mm. right? And me also being able to have experience working abroad like I can definitely compare like the two working environments. Like one, I've been blessed with the ability to work in Hong Kong as well. And mm-hmm. it was definitely like a hustle and bustle city with like full of expats. Yeah. But, like every time, like even though I was born there, but I grew up here, like every time someone says, hey, like where are you from? Like yeah. I have to make it known that, okay, you know what? Like I'm from Toronto. Mm-hmm. And like, it's funny though. Like even when I speak with, I'm just like thinking back, like when I, when I speak with people that live in Hong Kong or abroad, like, I don't know if you've had this, but, like, people always say, like, oh, where are you from? Vancouver? Like, that's the first place that they that they recognize in Canada. Oh, really? I, Vancouver? Yeah, like, some of my relatives, like, not the closer ones, right? Like, some of them will introduce me to, like, their, like, co-workers or their friends. But, oh, he's from, where are you from again? Vancouver? I'm like, really? No way, really? More than once, too. And it's not the same person. Like, there's a couple people who've, like, initially... Like even like for example like there's a networking event and I'll say that I'm from Toronto like yeah. next second the guy will be like, oh yeah he's from Vancouver really I don't know maybe, maybe just Asia because it's like the Pacific yeah. Ocean that yeah. I think they share interesting yeah I, I don't think know also something to add I think because mm-hmm. another terms of in terms of like the like nationality and like the pride I think mm-hmm. because we are so multicultural and so diverse and we're so willing to accept other people I think a yeah. lot of times when we go overseas 
to places where there is only one culture, right? Yes. Like, it's important for us to... And then, like, people who have only been with one race their entire lives, yes. they'll see other different races, and they'll be like, that's weird, right? They'll be like, this is not normal. Like Toronto? No, no, no. Like, say in, um, I don't know, say you grew up in Turkey, right? They only see... Okay. There's not many... There's not much diversity. Yes. But I think for us, oh, people overseas, yes, it's important yes, to... Yes, yes, like, yes. well, the way we can show that we're from Toronto is accepting these other religions these other mm-hmm. um ethnicities and just be like hey you guys are people and like we want to talk to you we want to get to know you right and mm-hmm. instead of just kind of like outcasting people that aren't the same as you mm-hmm. and i think just to wind down this episode and, and you know we're gonna save the juicy stuff for later episodes um since we are on this topic of diversity and accepting all people of you know different backgrounds mm-hmm. and walks of life mm-hmm. especially with the whole movement of like black lives matter yeah right i think it's important to definitely you know take a time to just look at that right now from what we've or what we've been seeing on the news what have you been reading up on in terms of like what toronto is doing that like you want to call out and like you want to appreciate like for example like i know well especially today like a lot of my friends as well have been posting on social media like they've been doing like the what's it called the other day on the weekend like they were doing like the um the peaceful oh the protest yeah, yeah yeah the peaceful protest and like i think that's one thing that also like maybe it's a canadian thing i don't know like I, i've heard of you know there being riots or whatever in different cities uh-huh, around uh-huh. canada but like i mean from the weekend protest like it was mainly peaceful yeah and i would definitely yeah. say like that's one thing of getting the message across right like i think what was it like there's been posts on social media saying like this is not an opportunity for you to you know and we also know those people that obviously like to take it above and beyond and and ruin it for everybody else Uh right so i guess like going back to toronto like it's so unique that like you said we're so accepting of everybody's cultures walks of life obviously there could be more things that could be done Mm -hmm. but it's amazing to see like especially in this time like people band together to support you know people of african-canadian backgrounds yeah. right so i don't know like would you like to add on yeah. like one last thing about this before we end yeah, off the podcast yeah. i think um yeah just talking to some american friends like they mm-hmm. would say like oh like um like what are your thoughts of some kind of us because we're like i guess they're like oh what's from a third party perspective yes right? but it's important to note that it's not because we're in the same boat right like mm. canada toronto we've all had um these systems of oppression against black people for time and aboriginals as well especially um so it's important to not just like see that as an american problem but as we have this problem as well and then it's important to protest to um and like gain more knowledge on the situation because um we do want to number one support our american neighbors and show that yeah like we march in solidarity Mm -hmm, and number two just realizing that it is a problem everywhere and that um we are we have to be a, a part of the solution to fix it um, mm-hmm. And not just like a stand, like a, what do you call it, like an audience or standby, yeah. just looking at being like, kind of being like, oh, like Toronto, Canada is so much better because we don't have these problems, but yeah, we do. We do, yeah. for sure. And uh, I mean, that's very well said. So once again, thank you, Daniel, for coming in. I know this was a different turn for this episode, uh, but given the current situation, I thought, you know, we should maybe take a step back and recognize it. For sure. So thank you for coming in and uh, hope you folks stay tuned for the upcoming episodes. Hey, thanks for listening to this Walk Talk podcast series, Staying Home Stories with Daniel. I truly hope you enjoyed the banter and lighthearted conversations we had. As always, you can find out more about the show and listen to episodes at anchor.fm slash walktalk. 
You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Walk Talk Podcast is created in collaboration with Han Shing. Make sure you check them out on their website at hansheng.com. I'm Lorax, and you've been listening to Walk Talk.